What's in the EU's COVID-19 Recovery Package by Jessica Chai? During the tumultuous European bureaucratic processes in late 2020, European Union countries have finally settled on approving a COVID-19 recovery package. This package is set to be one of the largest stimulus packages ever financed in Europe. Of the whopping 2 trillion euro budget, a prominent project makes up a considerable portion of the package. As stated by the European Commission, Next Generation EU, a landmark 800 billion euro recovery instrument composed in July 2020, aims to alleviate COVID-19 damages through targeting research and innovation via Horizon Europe, climate transitions via the Just Transition Fund, and transnational preparedness via RESC-EU and the new EU for Health program. Specifically, the European Commission states that it will pay attention to modernizing the common agriculture policy in order to maximize production, diverting 30% of EU funds to fight climate change, which is the highest share of the European budget, biodiversity protection, and gender inequality. What are the mechanisms of financing? The European deal is composed of two elements according to the European Commission. First is the regular EU budget or the multi-annual financial framework of nearly 1.1 trillion euros. And the next is the aforementioned next generation EU fund. While the EU's long-term plan will continue to be financed through conventional revenue sources such as custom duties, member state contributions based on value-added tax, and contributions based on gross national income, some new climate-oriented revenue sources will be added such as country contributions based on non-recycled plastic packaging waste. In addition, due to the strenuous budget, the European Commission will borrow on markets at more favorable rates than many member states and redistribute the amounts. To raise funds until 2026 for the ambitious project, however, requires 5% of EU GDP or approximately 15 trillion US dollars as of 2020, according to the official European Commission site. This includes loans and grants. Therefore, the Commission has committed to a diversified funding strategy. By June 2024, the Commission will propose new sources of revenue such as a financial transaction tax, a monetary contribution linked to the corporate sector, as well as a common corporate tax base. Unfortunately, the fiscal projections are reliant on the European Commission operating in a favorable financial situation, as most member states' economies have declined due to pandemic circumstances. Thus, Europe's uh, leaders generally agree that the European Commission, though acting in the favor of the member states, may incur debt at an unprecedented scale. To account for the large budget, in addition to the potential funding mechanisms mentioned above, the NGEU may be funded by borrowing over six years with bonds issued at maturities extending all the way to 2058 as economists find. Indeed, half of the NGEU budget will be distributed as grants, therefore not adding to governance post-COVID-19 debt loads, but breaching what has been a red line over substantial intra-EU fiscal transfers. However, this may set a precedent for future crises to be met with collective debt, although the process it took to get all countries on board was certainly rough due to deferring Eurozone policies as economists furthers. To soften the blow that this financial project will take on the EU's already strained budget, investors will be aided with a steady stream of safe assets so as not to disrupt investor confidence. However, many European politicians do not trust the Commission to solely handle the reforms of all member states, and therefore economists find that the Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte has installed emergency breaks so that any European government can object to another's spending plans. While this is helpful for easing short-term bureaucratic tensions, this may later lead to a spiraling web of complications and delays. How does NGEU coordinate the several legal frameworks of 27 countries? 
Realistically, the NGEU will take a few years to fully implement as all 27 member countries need to consent before the commission can borrow in the name of the bloc. In terms of financing distribution, countries that have been hit the hardest by COVID-19 will, will be the main beneficiaries, namely Spain and Italy, receiving nearly 70 billion euros as found by Eurostat. To pinpoint legal checkpoints, the EU Commission has decided on a timeline of official dates for member states to fulfill certain steps of the plan. By December 31, 2023, legal commitments and affirmations must be made. The European Concilium declares that three years later, on December 31, 2026, will be the deadline for all related payments for efficient plan implementation. What are some policy changes to look for in the future? As stated above, the European Recovery Project includes a diverse array of socioeconomic projects. Much of the budget will be directed towards major infrastructure work combined with environmental projects, such as developing the network of recharging stations for electric vehicles. The European Concilium and Economists further state that these sustainable transition require national plans to allocate at least 37% to climate-related projects and a minimum of 20% to digital alternatives, potentially creating a vast green stimulus. The NGEU consists of seven distinct programs that devote material towards different issues developed by the European Commission. These seven are, first, the Recovery and Resilience Facility, which causes financial support, Second, React EU, which funds for cohesion policies. Third, Horizon Europe, which funds for climate research and innovation. Fourth, Invest EU, which funds for investment and union policies. Fifth, Rural Development, which funds for agriculture. Sixth, the Just Transition Funds, which helps the diversification of coal economies. And finally, Rest EU, which helps civil protection and humanitarian aid. While most of these policies will be implemented across the European Union, there is no guarantee that each country will enforce equal regulations due to the country-specific nature of the EU recovery plan. However, in a broad sense, all countries will unite towards the common goal of strengthening growth potential, job creation, and economic and social resilience.